How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Nichols Lures, handcrafted to perfection. Check them out today at www.nicholslures.com. This episode will bring you the usual fishing report. We'll go over and we'll start rambling with Ryan Higgins. We'll talk about our top five iCast picks, get the tournament report, and just talk about fishing and some stuff that's going on around the lake. Big shout out to our patrons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Dole Browning, and Jamie Kochevar. Y'all, thanks so much for the support. You want to be like these guys? We'll head over to our website and join. And now, let's get on with the show. water condition report for y'all we have still got a bunch of rain at least at my house uh, we've had close to two inches of rain this week that's almost uh seven and a half inches of rain for the month it's been a pretty wet uh, pretty wet july it's good because we've had uh technically the weathermen which you know they lie worse than liars worse than lawyers um they said we're in a drought so that should take us out of that um so the water levels have been kind of fluctuating 76.8 to 77.2. It's really not that crazy of a fluctuation with level being 77.1 at publication. Uh, Flint River has its normal stain, 84.86. Spring Creek stained, 84.86. Fish Pond Drain, slight stain, 84.86. Chattahoochee River, slight stain, 84.86. As long as it rains, there'll be a slight stain. I don't mean to rhyme. All right, fishing report. Bass fishing has been good, y'all. Big fish are biting. Late July is a perfect time to catch your personal best fish. Uh, fish can be caught in the morning on flukes, worms, spinnerbaits, uh, occasional uh, topwater bites. Still not that great. It's just not going to be, fortunately. Uh, make sure to check your outside grass edges, of course. Structure points. This is the same song and dance that we've been talking because that's what they're set up in. So I hate to even... Keep saying the same stuff. Check the ditches. Check the outside stuff. Check the ledges. That's what they're doing. So we'll go and ramble more about about it with Ryan. But um, I've heard up Spring Creek, northern end of Spring Creek, arm is hot as well as uh, the Flint River. So um, check those out. But there are bags, you know, big bags being caught, and six pounders are eaten. There was a nine pounder being caught. But uh, we're gonna jump right in to start rambling with Ryan, and uh, you'll hear you'll hear all about this stuff. All right, let's go over to Ryan Higgins. What's up, man? Oh, not much, Chris. How you doing this evening? Oh, I can't complain. Won't do no good anyway. Don't nobody want to listen. Don't no one care. Mm, nobody cares. All right. All right, so we had ICAST last week. That's pretty exciting every year. Yeah, and too bad we don't get to go. Yeah, we'll make it. Maybe next year. Yeah, well, but... we, well, hold on. We could go. I just don't have the money to pay to go. Maybe we'll go next year. Yeah. Maybe we'll go next year. Next year will be better. The recession will be over. Um, Uncle Joe says it's going to be better, right? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, next year. We saved $30. Uh, did you hear? Because back in yeah. my day, you saved $30. That was a lot of money. Well, Joe, let me tell you something. $30 is barely a roll of dip. So That only buys me a couple nickel spinner baits nowadays. Yeah, you didn't do anything. So, anyway. Yep. Anyway, so ICAST was last week. As everybody knows, that is for fishing that's the real deal. Every summer, that's where all the new cool stuff comes out. It's where you get to go put your hands on the baits for the first time for the year. 
All the vendors are there. You get to see cool stuff, strange stuff. What in the heck is that stuff? Yep, it's stuff that works. Stuff that you're pretty sure was made by a four-year-old. Yeah, all of it. Fishing industry, um, insider trade show. All the wholesalers go, and it is not open to the public. So, yep. but you know, professionals are there, and wholesalers are there. Johnny Morris is there. Buyers are there. So. And they have something called the new product showcase, which everybody enters, and then they hold like a, you know, a top for every category. And this year yep. it was won by a brand new exhibitor, which is pretty neat. It was a cooler, a backpack cooler slash vacuum sealer. So yep. if you yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. I saw some videos on that. That that thing's yeah, that's uh, pretty probably cool. Gonna have to spend, probably have to spend some money. I don't need to spend on that because that's got many uses in in our house. Right. Yeah, I mean, imagine being out in the field and being able to, you know, field dress something right there and vacuum seal it. I mean. Right. So. Yeah, it's pretty well, neat. Being like, camp, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. So, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I was thinking we could pick our best four or five and see what. Uh, yeah. So, I've been through most of the list. I've got all the way through it of the. The winners of each basically category division, the top show picks of each one. And um, I've got a list here of just some of them that I like that I know for a fact I'm going to be putting in my tackle box. And the first on that list is none other than the uh, Nichols has come out with a new spinnerbait they released at the show. And let me tell you, that thing is slick. Are you talking about it's the Catalyst? The, I'm talking about the Catalyst. Okay, that's yes, on sir. my list too. That's on my list. Hey, does yep. that thing not look like the old Terminator? It resembles it a lot. Yeah, on a smaller frame, but the head definitely has a lot of that size and shape. Talk about coming through the, the grass. I was to say that that head design will come through this hydraulic great. Another thing you're gonna like about it is it is a real finesse spinnerbait. Mm. Not just the ones like we were throwing this spring that weren't labeled that, except for by our little group. This is the real deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is a finesse spinnerbait. Um, I mean, it's it's got everything you need. It's got a great head on it. It's got the perfect size hook on it. The Nichols hooks uh, are the hooks that the Nichols use as the owner. And, um, I mean, it is just sharp. Mm. What do you have on your list? Which one of yours? Well, I had the uh, the Nichols. And let's yep. see. That's why I had to go ahead and get it out there. <laughs> so, I don't – I know you're probably not going to have this one on yours, but the Lunker Hunt Glitch Blade. Dude – that's my number two. Really? Okay, because you always yep. pick on me for using a blade bait, but this is yes, like a hybrid. I'm a square bill. I'm a square bill junkie. Mm-hmm. So this will be perfect around around the grass everything. As well. Yeah, it'll so. be great around grass. It'll, it'll work like a blade bait, but it'll also have that shake that that square bill has. Like I said, it'll it'll be good. Yeah, but yeah, that um, that, that thing's glitch. got my interest a, a lot. Yeah. I think. For me, the way I'm looking at throwing it into my arsenal would be like late February, early March when they start to move up in those ditches on that first grass mm, they, when they're staging out there. I think that thing there would be just killer. Depending on uh, what colors they have in that thing. If they had a brim yep. color, they'd kill that thing on the sandbars too. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, man. I guarantee it. But, yeah, the glitch baits is one of mine. Um uh, so we're down to shoot. You've got my my number two knocked yeah. off. Yeah, and, and, number... <laughs> and yeah, for the skeptics, we didn't talk about this before. You know, we just said no. I actually kept my secret from you on purpose. Yeah, just <laughs> pick yours, and I'll pick mine. And um, okay, so 
All right, here's one. Arc fishing gravity casting reel. No, that's not on mine. I did see that. That looks pretty slick, too. So it looks slick, and I'm interested because one of my buddies, Dennis Cameron, he fished the cat trails, and he fishes MPFL and a bunch. He's on Arc team. And last time that he was here, I think it was, uh, yeah, the Toyota series in, uh, I guess, two years ago. Anyway, he has a arc sponsorship, and he put some in my hands. That is the lightest rod, besides these brand-new Falcons that are coming out. But that arc rod is pretty light and unbelievable, so I'm curious to see how their reel does. Uh, Their stuff's supposed to be pretty nice. I, haven't, I don't have an honest opinion. I haven't got to put it in my hands yet. All right, what else, um, what else you got on your list? So uh, the French sides, um, which they had some of the French sides come out last year, but they come out with a few different sizes this year. Um and dude, those things are just sweet. They're just a, a flat sided um crankbait. And they got them a couple different depths. And it's just got it's great for me. I like to use it in the creek during the winter because it's got a really, really tight wiggle. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a big elaborate wiggle. It's right. when it's colder, I like something that's tight. You need something tight. real tight. Yep. Yeah. And like I so said, those fritz sides are they're really cool. And like I so said, to see that they're coming out with some different sizes of them. Um they're that's pretty exciting to me. Looking forward to getting some of those in my hand. Yeah, I figured you'd have them on your list. Yeah, I'm a crankbait junkie, man. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I used to be. I mean, I have a box with no exaggeration, probably 35 6XDs, different color. But yeah. then that was all when I was fishing places that, uh, you know, not saying that this lake doesn't have all this wood, but I don't know what it is about this lake that I just don't throw a dang crankbait a lot. I mean, I'll throw a square bill now, but I'm talking about going dredging in the woods. I just don't do it, and I used to do a lot of it. And I, don't, I just right. I need to make myself, and that's just something about this lake, and there's so much to uh, so much to fish, so much different stuff. Sometimes you just have to force yourself to get away from something and go do something else. And I mean, you could fish you for a year to. and never, never fish any grass. You could fish stuff totally different, but... Um, oh yeah, I told you the other night. I had to lock all. I had to lock my rod locker literally, and put my key in the back of the boat just so I could at least, if I wanted to get a moving bait out, I really had to think about it to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, same way. Like I just, you sometimes you gotta force yourself to get something new going. Yeah. So what about this? Uh, did you see the Rapala jigging shadow wrap? Yeah, I saw that too. I knew that was gonna be on yours. That seemed right up your alley. So, well, it's a, man, I really hope he don't listen to this, but one of, one of my uh, boaters give me, it's like a secret in the spotted bass world is that thing. And it's been so long now, there ain't no way it's still a secret, but he, it's, it's not that right there, but it's real similar. It's a Rapala jigging wrap like that. And the spots, man, they kill it. I mean, when they're not eating and they're, and you've got to get some on a trash pile or brush pile or whatever. Spotted bass can't stand that thing because it, it swings in a circle instead of just fluttering. You know, it's got a different action to it. So that's what makes it. Cool. I actually watched Jacob Wheeler live scope with one of those mm-hmm. on a video he did last winter. Yeah. And I mean, he was wrecking them. It was one of those things, pulled it out and was like, what What are you doing with that? Yeah. And that's what I said right. when, when this guy pulled it out. And he was yeah, like, boy. That's the wrong species of fish there, boss. <laughs> yeah, boy. He was like, boy, don't you tell nobody this is a secret. And then it was even funny because I got a, I was still working at Dick's and we had a bunch go on sale 
for some reason we had some somebody returned them or something so i messaged him was like hey i got a bunch and uh the next tournament we like it looked like a drug deal going down we did an exchange at the campground like <laughs> two or three different guys <laughs> came over like looking over their shoulders so nobody else would see them like hey, those guys fish hartwell and and um kiwi and those lakes like they are hardcore about keeping secrets because there's so many more guys up there that compete uh so it's it was funny to watch that you know I like that's what i like about it i like playing the game you know some oh, yeah. people like the the blast off and like the adrenaline rush i like the secrets and the that's what i like about it so oh yeah for sure well i got one more bait off this list that i want to talk about yeah and i know you don't have this one on your list i know you don't because i just know you don't but so this is actually a bait that's been around on the private side for a while now um like it's a sleeper it's um previously known as the chad chad it's just a big glide bait um so shad uh silhouette with a big brush tail on the back of it but um they've partnered up and done a done a partnership with spro and the kgb chad chad 180 is out now and it's on that list i'm telling you I've got some. I throw those big baits. Yeah, I see um, it. Okay. Dude, that thing is, it's amazing, especially pre-spawn. And for some reason, nobody throws these big giant baits around here. I don't know why. We have the fish that eat them. But Kyle Welcher hammered them on them. Um, he throws one a lot, especially during the spring. But he absolutely whipped up on them a while back with, with a, uh, Chad Chad. But so they've hit the big mass market now. And so I'm sure that secret's gonna only be good for <laughs> well, a short time frame again but i've always wanted a real one and there's a couple yeah there's a chad shed and there's a couple different ones that i follow yep um but every time you can't pre-order them you can't do anything they just come no, on you gotta Facebook. wait on a drop right they come on they drop and every time they drop i miss it and it's like, Dude, it's like 15 slots is it and i'm like are you serious so if you're not in there with it, if you don't already have it in your cart, the guys that I have watched do it, they got to have it in their cart. And it's like, oh, crap, it dropped. Add the cart, go. Yeah. Like, you just got to have a, an icon just pulled up at all times because it's a random drop, and he only does such a few of them, and they are highly sought after. So I'm curious how the mass-produced one's going to be. I'm sure, man, technology is so good nowadays. I bet they still make a pretty good bait. Well, they're going to take the same – they're just going to make a mold from one of his best ones. Right. I'm looking at the tail. The tail looks just like the, well, I mean, just as good as it can, you know, it's spread out. And it's, yep. Um, I don't even know what so that, that material that's, is, but. That's something uh, I'm excited to see. To be a little easier to get. Yeah. Um, well, cheaper too, because the Chad Shads are like $130. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, don't quote me on this. I think I saw these uh, are going to be listed at 79 yeah it's much better um yeah that's that's still a 79 bait but if you throw it on the right rod in the right line and yeah, you throw but... it in the right places it's 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 awesome anybody that's listening to us the three people out that are out there right now google a chad shad and watch it and you'll it, it's something that you should definitely consider putting in your lineup for like seminole yeah especially pre-spawn 75 dollars for a glide bait is nothing to the guys that throw glide bait. I mean, there's guys out in California that spend five hundred dollars on a glide bait, like it's nothing. Absolutely, so, you know, absolutely. We, I yeah, want just to put pages. it in. Yeah, just to put it in perspective for people saying, "Oh my God, seventy nine dollars for a bait." Yeah, but there's baits that's five hundred. When you get into 
And that's what, another reason why I don't throw them because I'm scared to. Because once yeah. you start going down that glide bait, I've seen these guys do it. It's an addiction. It's a whole nother. Dude, all you do you is are, throw glide baits. Yeah. The way you are about being a giant hunter anyways, Stop I'm it. amazed you haven't Stop done it. that rabbit hole. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Dude, you're going to see fish. I'm telling you, you I can know. see fish on Spring Creek that you are just mind-blowing. They don't always eat them. They follow them. But the cool thing is, who shows you where he lives? Okay, fine. I'll start throwing them. Now I'm gonna have to yeah. make a, now I'm gonna have to make a rod and build a reel and go to yep. Seminole Rod and Reel Repair and get them to hook me up. So that's thanks for they can do it. Thanks a lot. Tell you, get, get you a Chad Shad. Go uh, ahead and order it so you have to dedicate yourself to do this because uh, it's neat. I've got one on my boat. Well, I throw it on a Dobbin 795 um, with a Corrado 300 on it. Mm. Well, now that yep. I got my, uh, oh, I, now that I got my old um, Shimano back, I got to do some work on. Them. Now that I got it back. It might be the perfect candidate. Yep, it would throw a Chad Shad fine. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's see. We're going down a rabbit hole. No, we're good. Back uh, on. No, we were talking about the Chad Shad. All right, so the last one on my list is the. Uh, of course, I don't have this, but I just thought it was cool. Even though I'm, I don't like hummingbird right now, at all. But I have to give yeah. it to them because this is cool. No other. I know At least to my with. knowledge, no other manufacturer has a success uh -uh. right now. But they've got they've got the target lock adapter, so you can take your I call game it game changer. Yeah, I call it live scope, regardless of the brand. But your mega target, okay, and you can put it yeah. and change it separately. Um, and it's a game changer for those that really have kind of got into it. But if you're used to um, having it on your trolling motor. At least the guys that I, you know, like Todd, for example, he's like, man, I can't go to that because I'm so used to it being on the trolling motor <laughs> that it's just too much work. But I think it looks like Minkota's overcome the it's too much work problem with the yeah. other ones. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really neat. Uh, it's it's gonna be more beneficial for the guys that don't have spot lock, in my opinion, um, because those forward facing sonars are they're really tricky without spot lock yeah well it's so gonna, it's gonna let go you ahead. use it uh it's gonna let you scan while you're on spot lock also right yeah, yeah. so you keep your target so if it is windy you're not just rant, 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 rant. Yep, yep for sure it's gonna be neat i'm, I'm <laughs> i wish i had one i really wanted to jump on that because i saw it it's sitting in my cart hmm. yeah yeah there's a lot of things sitting in a lot of carts right now oh uh, yeah for sure but yeah, that was a cool, uh, that was, oh, speaking of cool, anyway, we'll wrap up IK. Yeah, ICAST was cool. Maybe we'll go next year if we spend the money to go and then we'll broadcast live from ICAST. That would be cool. But, um, there you go. Yeah, that'd be neat. Speaking of cool now, LSO, our friends down there, Lake Seminole Outdoors, did you see they've got ice cream now? I did. And I'm so excited about that. The fat kid and me is so like, boy, excited. when I get off the lake, I'm going right oh my God. to LSO. And I'm going to pick me up a steak to take home for dinner, too. <sighs> I'm so damn excited. Sorry. I just, I can't contain it. So it, it's like they, um, they know what's, they know what's lacking. So like, oh, what, what do we not have around here? Because for the people that listen that don't live here, right here where LSO is and where I live, we are 20 miles from civilization either way. And so it gets expensive to do a 40 mile round trip 
to go get ice cream or to go get groceries or you know yeah we got a dollar store here but you know they don't have everything so that's where miss dawn came in and picked up all the slack so now she's got the tackle and she's got the good meat and the market and now she's got ice cream and she does dinner at noon and i mean just she's got tobacco she's got beer she's got every i mean a home product big bite baits she's got everything everything. it's literally everything it's like a mini walmart but like i just walk in and stick my card out when i walk in yeah just here i'm just glad she's got a rewards program because golly yeah um that pays off yep and we do have the um the at ease fifty dollar dinner for two that's that giveaway is going on secret word for that is wingates head over to our website www.lakeseminoleramblings.com and enter at the bottom and we'll draw for that 15th of august and that'll be really good food really good atmosphere and uh you know me and ryan did that uh excuse me ryan and i mainly ryan did the tournament and um you know we talked about this before but did it not feel like 2004 it felt like yeah it it felt like the later days at wingets Mm -hmm. um it's definitely got a little different atmosphere now but it's still it's there right Um, because it's it's at ease you know it's got its own flavor but the happy welcoming fisherman friendly atmosphere was there the former place i had a customer tell me he thought he was going to get mugged over there one night <laughs> because somebody came up all drunk on him. was like, you guys trying to stay here? He was like, nope. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Don has done a, um, he's done a great job of turning around. He's got some special things in the works right now that we're, we're trying to help him get figured out with some activities going to go on down there this fall. Um, Keep your eyes open and, and on that place because it's going to be fun. I'm excited that he's got the right picture and the long game. Yes, sir. But you um, you had a tournament Thursday, didn't you? Yeah, we had a um, – what do we have? We had the Thursday Nighters up here in Bainbridge. Uh, Seminole Sticks, Clint Brown hosts them. Uh, we fished out of Bainbridge from 6.30 to 9.30. Um, had a pretty good turnout. Uh, there was a little weather that deterred everybody, but it never did rain. Um, Bo Parker and Brian, uh, no surprise, they won again. They had just shy 14 pounds on three fish with a 615 kicker. Six, it's either 615 or 670. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I hate to even do this, I'm gonna have to give him a shout out. Blake Daltrey and them caught a nine pounder. Oh, Lord. A nine pounder. Lord. I saw, the I, I saw Lord, exactly we were about 50 yards away when we caught it. I know that I ain't never going to get to fish that spot again. Oh. Um, he caught a nine pounder. She was and the real deal. I mean, from oh, the top yeah. of her nose to the back of her tail, thick as she could be, big old Flint River slob. Damn. Um, and she was river fish. I ain't going to tell you where we were, but she was real deal river fish. She wasn't at the mouth of the lake. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a good event. I even got lucky and um, caught a decent enough sack of fish uh, to get up some good points finally. And after having a couple of tough tournaments, um, I just went and did something that I haven't done in a while. I just went fishing. 
I had no agenda. I locked all my moving baits up in my um, in my rod locker there. Um, I had three rods on the deck. I had a shaky head with a country boy mag fang on it. Yeah. I had a um, what else? I had a swim jig on one of them. Um, I'm sorry, no, I had a flipping stick out. I put swim jig up. I had the flipping stick out, and then I had <laughs> a Mathiolet wacky rig on a spinning rod. Yeah. Dude, I haven't thrown that thing in 15 years, probably. But I I wanted to go catch some fish. I didn't have any plan. I, I went and found some wood, and I caught one about three casts in on that Mathiolet that was about four pounds. Pretty good fish. And um, caught another one the next cast on it. Throw a shaky head on the next point I went to with that mag fang on him, country boy. And I think this fish smelled this thing from 30 yards away. Um, because like I said, it came over there and ate it like it was mad at it. Oh, yeah, they stink in a good way. They, oh, yeah, I mean, it's but, unreal. So, caught one there. I had a limit in like 15 minutes throwing mm-hmm. that, uh, that mag fang and that wacky rig and. Then I picked up the flipping stick, and I caught a few doing that. Um, it was a good night overall for me. It's the best night fishing I've had in a while. I haven't, I've been so busy, I haven't really got to get out and catch any. Um, I didn't catch any giants. Caught that one four-pounder and then two more keepers. Yeah. But it was fun. Um, it was a good time. Like I said, everyone caught a few fish, um, but old Blake and them got that, got the whopper with a nine-pounder. That's awesome. So, yep, congratulations, Blake. You know, I mean, that's a – fluctuating 10 pound fish you know depending on what she's eating oh yeah so she's big i bet this spring i mean yeah she probably was i mean the um so that's that's what that's five yeah it's five you know nine plus yeah that i know of personally not to mention the ones that are yeah i mean the ones being taught that we don't know about right from the old timers that don't say anything but the ones that we hear about um like my thing is, why wouldn't you talk about catching a, a nine or ten pound fish? You know, I just, oh Blake will. I promise you, Blake. Blake ain't right? Oh, you, I, yeah. You <laughs> Until better, he catches a ten, that's what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, you better believe that the whole dang lake knows when I catch one. <laughs> I mean, last time I caught one, I I did the Ric Flair woo, and then twenty minutes later, I swear there was like eight boats come over there, and they were like, "Do you yeah. need rescue, or is there a giant fish?" <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-seven thousand five hundred acres heard me. Yeah, I'm sure they not to. I'm sure they thought it was a a boat accident or something. But no, growing up, uh, you know, my my nickname from the my second dad's what I call him. My nickname was Mouth of the South, like Jimmy Hart, pro wrestlers. I was loud and you know, bull in a china shop, as my mama said, and all. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me that everybody heard me. I'll give it to I'll give it to them boys. Um, like I said, I was literally just on the other side of a little clump of stuff they were fishing from them, maybe fifty yards away. I was close enough to where I heard it go when he whopped her, and that's what made, made me look up. When he set the hook on her, I could hear his braid his braid over there singing. Oh yeah, um, they were they were calm as they could be about it. They flipped him in there and they went did a little high five and like low fives, but uh, they were no. slick on it. No, I get crunk. Oh, yeah. My hands start shaking. I can't hold the fish. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I got a real unhealthy problem with these fish. Oh, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. 
But that's our, our Tuesday night report. Um, Thursday night last week – I'm sorry. That was a Thursday night. Tuesday night last week was a slugfest as usual. It took almost 19 pounds on three fish to win it. 16, almost 17 pounds on the Browns only got them second place. Wow. That's just amazing. So that the lake is still – I hate to even say this, but I want to say it. The lake's on fire down there on that end of it it's not a busy bite and a fast bite but it never is but it's a if if you put your head down you can catch some of the biggest fish you're going to catch all year right now yeah um just absolute slobs yeah today is the anniversary of 2004 when i caught my first 10 me and randy had a 36 pound day i caught a 10 two on top water took a picture put her in a live wheel the very next cast, Randy caught a nine eleven. Yeah. And took a picture, released her. The very next cast, it's all top water now. The very next cast was seven and a half. And then the two smallest ones we had were five pounds. Like you, you know, you t- it was my second day ever on this lake. And uh I was like how old was I? Seventeen? Yeah. <laughs> and then Jack wrote yeah. Jack wrote about me in the ramble and said it was fourteen. And wrote this big, long, elaborate, hilarious, fabricated story. And when I got, you know, I came back a couple, maybe two months later, and I was like, Mr. Jack, I'm not 14. I'm 17. He's like, 14 makes for a way better story, Chris. No one cares about a 17 year old. <laughs> no one cares about a 17 year old. They care about a 14 year old coming yep. down here. Yeah. Yeah, but no, July, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Yep, August they don't, is hot, but they don't care they'll eat you just got to put your nose down and and catch them so like i said that's that's what's going on right now we've actually um one more tournament report coming up and we'll swap gears and talk a little fishing i think right um, yeah things are starting to wind down so yeah we we got um we got a tournament this upcoming sunday july 31st out of the boat basin sunday morning it's a little different it's a shoal bass tournament yeah um okay so, so we're gonna take advantage of that that we've got here um, we're lucky enough to have the resource we might as well Dude, do you might as well do it because right now they're catching all these donkey spotted bass on the flint and chattahoochee you might as well take show advantage bass. Of it. or yes excuse me show bass you're right yeah Man, I, I had a, yeah. i had a joe biden i had a gaff. <laughs> <laughs> i had a gaff. Yeah, guy, sorry they're catching some big ones right now um but yeah, this is a great time of year to fish them. Those things stay while the lake is slowed down tremendously because there's not as much water moving through it and it's just kind of stagnant and hot. That river up there, the water's still in the eighties up there, mid eighties. And um they're they're bumping along pretty good. Um so we're gonna have a show bass tournament this weekend. Three fish limit. You are allowed to have one large mouth or one spotted bass in your three fish limit doesn't matter if it's the biggest or smallest but you're only allowed one not one of each um i know there's not many spots here but there are a few um so we're going to do that out of the boat basin from safe light until 11 a.m weigh-in and uh three fish and it's going to be a guaranteed 500 payout minimum of a 500 payout in first place so it'll be worth your time come on down to the boat basin and, and come check it out sunday morning Go see the shoal bass tournament. There's no cutoffs. You can run as far. If you want to run that boat to Albany, go. If you want to run it all the way down to Chattahoochee, go. Doesn't matter. Fish anywhere you want. Is that just a? Uh, is that that's just a little local derby, or is this? Um, 
event. Yeah, it is. It's is just it? something we're hosting out of the boat basin oh, Sunday. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, just a little local derby on it. Um, all it's going to be hundred percent payout. So if we get 15 boats, uh, it's a hundred dollar piece buy-in. Um, so if we get 15 boats, uh, I mean, that's 1500 bucks going out right there. So that's a bunch of money, especially to win on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Heck, if you play your cards right, you just about make it to church in time. Yeah, that's right. You know, so, let's touch on something real quick. And I'm, I might be a little controversial here, so I'm sorry. We'll be good. But why do people care if the people that hosted and took the time to put together the tournament, get the supplies, get the the approval of the people that have the boat launch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why do they care? Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, I know. Why do y'all care? Why does anybody care if it's a hundred percent payout? Why does it matter if the tournament host, whoever it is, makes just a little bit of money for his time? Because I know some of them do. Yeah, and I and I know because I've seen a couple folks asking, you know, posting on your Facebook asking if it's a hundred percent payout. Who cares? I, I, I promise you right now, everybody listening, I promise you, Major League Fishing, BASS, NPFL, no, Red Man Tournament Trail, <laughs> uh, American Bass Fishing, all of these leagues that are out there, none of them are 100% payout. So just remember nope. that when somebody, so when somebody takes time out of his day and all that to host a tournament so that everybody can come together and try to win money it doesn't matter if it's 100 percent payout that's my point because somebody did have to nobody listening to this podcast is going to do anything for free i promise you that so you know i'm not trying to rant no. i'm just trying to no, you know i'm just trying good. to bring I, attention I'm... to people that it's okay if somebody makes a little bit of it now if it was 20 percent payout and somebody was getting rich you know that's ridiculous but you right. know it is okay for somebody to make money off of a tournament because they do put work in to do that. And people would like well, more a lot of the saltwater tournaments are that way. A lot of all, like I said, all the professional any, levels, any that tournaments way. that way. I mean, except right. for a local level Lake Seminole tournament, now, a little derby like that's, you know, that's fine. But, you know, I just want to break that stigma a little bit is, is guys, everything in life, when you turn into an adult, everything in life is about money. Unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. And so if somebody hosts something, it costs that person money. So it's okay for him to make a little bit of money off of it. That's all. He's not trying to get rich or make money off of everybody, but that's what a business and a service is, is an exchange of money and goods. And, you know, just like, just like the, the tournament that we put on, we didn't make a cent off of it. No, dude. And that took weeks. Right. People don't realize that event while you were there was 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes after the weigh-in that took a long time to get that right yep and you uh, and to make it make it run the way it did there was not a hiccup in it and the uh i did it for nothing right and so it was a great event but like that shouldn't have been 100 percent payback you know like that's what i'm saying is is all of that cost money time resources time away from family and all that so it, it, right who cares that's just it's how it is it's fishing you go pay this is the most expensive. This is more expensive than golf. Has anybody thought about that for a minute? Like everyone talks about golf's expensive. This golf ain't got nothing on this. Yeah, you're throwing eight to fifteen dollar lures and stump fields 
that you're going to break off. Yeah, it's expensive. In an $80,000 boat. <laughs> burning $4 gas. Yeah, out. that's the whole thing. Like, you don't buy your own golf cart to go to the golf. You might have a membership somewhere, but, you know, right. that's just... Anyway, we can, we can start down a whole other tirade on that deal. We're rambling, man. That's what it's here that's for. That's what the whole point is. But anyway, yeah, guys, if somebody didn't take the time to do it, we wouldn't have it. So don't worry about if they're making a little money off of it. You know, when you hire somebody, okay. So example, if you hire Mr. Beatty to come to your house and cut down a tree, you understand that he's going to make money off of that, right? Like he's not going to just break even off of that price. He's going to make money. You didn't ask him. This is a hundred percent nonprofit. No, he'll, like- <laughs> he'll, he'll turn, he'll turn your work down. If he's not right. Money. I've seen him do it. That's right. the way businesses ran. So, don't worry about if it's 100% payout. Just worry about how much is the payout going to be. You know, if they guarantee $500, okay. Yeah, and that's the minimum. I guarantee you that that's going to be the minimum payout on this tournament. It's 500 bucks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Show up. The more boats that come, the more boats you're going to pay out. I'm going to pay 100% out on this one. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you, Ryan, for hosting tournaments so that we can have something to do on the lake. How about that? Yep. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Well, I'm sure until somebody laughs at it or picks on something that you hadn't done. or Oh, he said spotted uh, bass. Oh, oh, ha, ha, ha. You know? <laughs> hey, I have caught a couple of those no, no, this no, year, I, so I'm no, not I even know. laughing. No, I know. But, you, you know, haters going to hate. You know how that is. Oh, yeah. But uh, Yep. A couple of years ago, I'd have called you crazy. Dang, dang spots here. I've been catching them. And speaking of baby, he posted a picture of like a two-and-a-half-pounder he caught here a couple weeks ago. I hate them. Take every one of them out you catch. The spots. We do not want them to take over this lake. I've no, seen what they, they're no. pretty controversial with largemouth. I have seen no. I've personally seen what it's done. I've, I've seen what happened to Lanier. If you look at the top ten largemouth in the state of Georgia, I believe it's number four now. It used to be number three. Came from Lanier, and now it's. They, well, two years ago they're saying it's number one spot of bass fishery in the country, but it's. You, you have to know where to go to catch largemouth, and there's not many of them. And when I was a kid, we used to go out there and catch a lot of largemouth. And you don't catch largemouth anymore because somebody put spots in there. I don't know what, how, who, what, where, whatever. There's a lot of rumors going on about it. But it completely changed the fishery, and it ruined it. Because there's they grow so fast, and they they just eat everything in the uh, under the sun. They compete so much with largemouth that their numbers just deplete. And it's um, it's kind of like crappy and largemouth in a trophy pond. You don't do them together because they compete too hard for food. So it diminishes largemouth numbers. And that's right. just the, that's, that's the cold hard truth. I've seen it with my own eyes. And it's happened to every lake up there. Kiwi, Hartwell, they're all, anything that's got spots, that's what it's going to be. So we'll go from catching you know, nine, 10 pound largemouth to catching a spotted bass. Now they'll eat all the time, but, and we have the forage to support some big ones, but to me that will suck. Well, the one thing we have going for us on the main lake, at least is the grass. They're not huge fanatics of the grass. No, they don't like real warm water either. Right. So So they'll, if they stay up on the rivers, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, that's they've fine been if they here stay for a long there. time. They're just starting to get more prevalent, it seems. Yeah, I just do not want them to come down into the lake because that will be 
we'll be talking about it in 10 years be like oh my god it's a spotted bass fishery now Mm-mm. Let's, just, <laughs> yeah. let's just hope that never happens oh my god man i hope we can catch 15 pounds today man we no, but we see the thing is we'll tear them up all the time we won't have any problem catching fish because they'll eat your your big toe if you dip it in the water and i know yeah. some guys are going to scream about that no they won't you know they're finished oh, i know but you get what i'm saying yeah anyway so um uh, what else are we going over that's it i mean that's all i've got man that's all I've got. Other than, like, so we'll touch on real quick. It, it is hot. The fish are still biting. Some of the best fishing, believe it or not, I know Chris will back me on this. Some of the biggest fish you will catch will be 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon on these dog days. Mm-hmm. Those big fish eat during the middle of the day for some reason. I have no idea. If I was that big and fat, which I am, I don't want to be out there trying to eat in the sun, but them big fish will eat. Slow down, do something different. Pick you up a wacky rig. Just do something different. You'll you'll get back into some fish right now. Yeah, my or if you're really having a problem with them, give Seminole Guide Service a call. Yeah, that thir- help you out. That thirty six pound bag um, came at ten o'clock. And that yeah, was oh a, yeah, that was another Doug Hannon thing. Was ten o'clock. That's when yep. the majority of his big fish were caught. Was at ten o'clock. Well, I always hear. So we're about to jump down a hole. I can't. But <laughs> I always hear that you go catch fish first thing in the morning, the last thing in the evening. And the evening bite's true. You catch a lot of them late in the evening. But my summer fishing, for me personally, it's not real good the first hour of the day most of the time. I start catching them as the day gets on, 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, I start putting some fish in the box. Yeah, it hasn't been that way for me this year. But um, last year, it was that way. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, like sometimes I'll try to get sneaky and get out there real early, and it's just like I oh, wasted yeah. two hours, you know, until. Yeah, that's what it seems. Yeah. I mean, you'll catch one or two here and there, at least me. And, but then, like I said, once the sun gets up, mm-hmm. kind of makes them go to the, where they're going to be for the day, then you can catch them. Yep. Well, yeah, well, I'm hoping to go out there tomorrow and just. Have I think a, you're gonna wreck them tomorrow. Have a slush uh, factor because I mean everybody I've run into. Oh, let's so uh, Don's husband Wade. He went and fished yeah. at um, Silver Lake. I went in there to to uh, pick up some stuff, and he shows me two pictures of a a big female and a male that were on the bed in July. Yeah, and I believed him because that. I believed oh, yeah. him because you know this man knows his stuff, and he also showed me the picture. And she was all beat up and laid out, and her tail was all, or the male's tail was all cut up like he'd been fanning. And uh, it just blew my mind. I was like, Daggum. He said, Yeah, they were there right there. I just plucked the male off and then plucked her off, took pictures and released them. And he said, There were people all over the place fishing. So I need to go over there. I've never fished over there, but it's a neat place. It's a whole different conversation. Yeah. It's a. It's a cool place, though. You'd enjoy it. Yeah, I need to go do that. Maybe we'll talk about it one day. But Yeah. Well, it's getting hot, and uh, I'm ready to eat, so let's let's get off here. All right, buddy. Well, that's a good rambling with you this week. Yeah, man. Good luck to you in the morning. I'm sure we'll catch up. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll I hope call, you I'll, like them. I'll call you while I'm out there. All right, buddy. All right, man. We'll see you. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. 
want to be like our patrons and be a supporter, well, check it out. we got some pretty cool benefits packages available. Two of them include a subscription service for bait box. And these are baits that are being used uh, currently to catch fish this month. Right now, it's not just a kind of default box we're getting. And it's from our sponsors, Nichols Lures and Country Boy Baits. So thank you all very much. And if you want to be a supporter, go to www.lakeseminoleramblings.com. Until next time, see y'all later. Don't forget to get your official Lake Seminole Ramblings merchandise over at our website, www.lakeseminoleramblings.com.